Today's sponsor is ShrimpEnvy.com. Not only as a retail customer can you go to ShrimpEnvy.com and use promo code AquariumGuys at checkout for 10%, but if you're a store owner listening to this, you can get Shrimp Envy's entire line of quality, locally produced foods, but you can get their entire line of also dry goods and botanicals wholesaled directly to your store at low order minimums. Certainly inquire, go to shrimpenvy.com, you'll see the top button, Wholesale, it'll give you more information, and again, easy minimums to give it a try, and a sample package sent to your door. Certainly contact them at 541-740-4053, or shrimpenvy at comcast.net. Call for your sample, they'd love to have you give them a try. Shrimpenvy.com, it's only natural. Don't forget we do shout-outs now, so if you want to have your local fish store shouted out, certainly reach out to us at theaquariumguyspodcast.com. You'll find some information about our Discord at the bottom of the website. But this week's local fish shout-out is Dallas North Aquarium in Carrollton, Texas. Certainly check them out at dallasnorthaquarium.com. It actually looks to be a little bit bigger than uh, most stores that we would feature. Uh, shows that uh, this store location is 14,000 square foot facility. Uh, definitely check this crew out. Uh, shout out, guys, and let's kick that podcast. Hi again. It's nice seeing you. Hi, Rob. You, you smell delicious. I am. I am delicious. Uh, today we got Adam back. It's he hey finally. Guys. Adam is back. I'm your host, Rob Zolson. I'm Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. You just call me Turd the rest of the. All right, Turd podcast. Ferguson. Yeah. And I'm Adam Alashar. Uh, Adam, I have had monumental shit the last two episodes. Uh, people messaging me saying that uh, you, you're no longer going to be on the podcast. How dare you? How dare we? All this uh, other BS. And I'm so glad you're back so I can finally d- block all those people on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know people and they were getting upset. Yeah. Clearly. They yeah. were getting very upset. So if you if you tell your mother and your wife to quit calling in, it just really would take a lot of heat off of us yeah, right can now. You, can you calm their tits, please? <laughs> I, I can do that. So, uh, yeah, Adam was, hasn't been on the last couple because of... of uh, uh, we had that one issue where he was on vacation. We couldn't get him in, and then he had some equipment issues. But now Adam has got some new equipment, and he's coming in loud and clear. And Robbie finally figured out how to get him recording on here. So things are looking up here at the American. Uh, what are we called? Podcasts? American Fools? What? The American Fools? The Aquarium Guys Podcast? There we go. You uh, forgot our name. It's, it's been how long has it been? It's been so long. I can't remember the name of the damn podcast. I don't know. It's like a bicycle. You're just not going to use it because it's exercise. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's the story of your life, Robbie. So I, yeah, you had questions a moment ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How come your exercise bike it just holds all your clothing? Not the question I was aiming at. Oh, okay. Uh, the question that you had for me was, what happened to the eggs in my aquarium? Yes. So, last time I was what here. What are you breeding in the first place? I'm having a lot of fun doing some easy breeding. Uh, <laughs> there are these, how do we say, Muppet-looking fish that I love to death. And They're just, beautiful. 
they uh, they have multiple names: uh, polar blue cichlids, um, tiger blue parrots. Uh, but the, the garbage. The appropriate. They're name, beautiful. They're not fucking antlers. <laughs> the appropriate name for these fish is uh, balloon convict blue blue balloon convict cichlids. Oh, garbage. Uh, they are a cross between a convict strain, another strain, and parrot cichlids. They are the dopiest, dorkiest looking fish, and they're so much fun. And they're still ten times prettier than an endler. Uh, they're they're sociable. They're trainable. They're extremely easy to breed. I know, I can't believe you got them to go out and get the mail the other night. Right. I mean, did you? They're hardy as hell. So wait, they are they're crossing the parrot fish. You said. Yeah, a parrot uh, parrot cichlid. They're gorgeous. And they're and they're fertile. Very fertile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fertile like that convict level fertile. So once that you can a throw week, in the bowl that breed. Once a week, I got a bowl of eggs that they make. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're convict level fertile. Jesus yeah, Christ. But but they're 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 more sensitive than that. These guys have emotions. So convicts <laughs> convicts, you just add water and you'll have sex in a bowl. Um, but these guys, uh, they they're a little more sensitive. They'll still make the bowls. They'll still breed for you. But if you anger them in any way or pop up or start like really abruptly like looking into the tank they'll get scared and then they'll eat all their eggs it's kind of like michael so jackson special need fertile convicts correct yep and they're okay they're adorable and they have the sensitivity of michael jackson like an old ugly convict is huge and just ugly they're they're, they're kind of mean when they get big these stay nice and small they're just great yeah i like them actually yeah, you need to send me a picture because I I have not heard of these yet. For sure, they're everywhere. Like they're they've exploded in the hobby, and they still go for a good price. All right, send me some pictures. Absolutely, I'm so. gonna send us some other pictures too. By so. the way, um, so I have a friend that listens to the podcast, and she had her kids listening to the podcast. <laughs> wait, wait, whose wait, fault well, is that? She we, is a bad, bad parent. We labeled this podcast not That's safe right. for work. She's a bad parent. This is not a very child-friendly podcast. No, yeah. So, so shame on her. I mean, I I'd like to replay the first line of the podcast that we just started this episode. No, just refer to that. No, and then, <laughs> and then just go. We had to restart because Robbie did some inappropriate things. It's all, normally restart. He, the he podcast was more racist than I have seen people yeah. be racist. Like he's more, oh, worse than Kanye West wearing his White Lives Matter shirt. That wait, that was a real thing. I know he just gotten. I'm asking. Yeah, no, it just happened. Actually, that was part of the reason he got kicked off of Twitter because he was wearing that shirt and spouting off some stuff. Why can't he be our president? It'd be way more entertaining I, than Trump. I he voted was, for. He him. was more racist than some of the people that I know in Northern Minnesota. But here's the thing about Kanye: hey, <laughs> we're not racist. We no. just don't understand it because yeah. we're all one color up here. That's right. Pasty. Seriously, my uh, Dabby moved up here from West Virginia, and he says I have yet. Like he was here for like four months. I have yet to see one African American. Okay. And I'm like, do you want me to tell you why? Because it's colder than hell, and no one. Because they're all very smart, and they all freaking left. We're too dumb. It's too damn cold up here. But then I also heard that that there was a thing that they basically said that it's like um, a zombie virus. And you have three days to kick them out of town or else they just mutate. And that is the worst thing I've ever heard. Wow. You're going to jail for that. So back on, back on track, uh, you, you said that you shared this with a friend. She had her kids listen. That's that's on you. Her kids were listening. Her yeah. kids are listening, and, so, and she should go to parent jail because 
I wouldn't let my kids listen. My kids are in their 30s. I wouldn't want to listen to this shit. Well, that that's that's so better. I, I told her I would shout out her kids. Shout them out? Yeah, so... Oh, wait, you mean like their names or wait something? Wait a second. You, their names, yeah. You made it sound like they were staying on her t-shirt for a second. You don't want her to have her kids listen, yet you want to give those same kids a shout out. Well, let's well, do it. why not? Let's do yeah, it. All right. Here you go. So Here's your platform. It's, it's Denali, Greta, Jillian, and Eleanor, and they live up in Alaska. Well, there you go. They're starved, starved for any entertainment. We're happy that you're listening. But turn it off immediately because it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. I, I will. I will watch my swear words and racism and knowing people and illegal drug use and that's that's on you. Me and Robbie are full throttle ahead, man. We got so much pent up energy. Full throttle ahead. All right. Uh, any other uh, updates before we dive into the topic of choice? Any new? Anybody get any new fish lately? Any any cool things? Oh, well, Jimmy, uh, you got a trio. I've got of not endlers. I've got probably 30 trios in the last two weeks of uh, different crown tail bettas. I meant for not bettas, crown tail guppies. I'm sorry. I meant for me because it's all about me, remember? Well, that's all. Oh, that's right. So Rob's on my birthday bought me a beautiful trio of half black yellows, which then turned into me buying some more. I got the itch going. And some more. And so basically Robbie gave me my first little shot of crack cocaine. And now I'm hooked, and now I'm buying all these pairs and stuff. I have we have five more pairs coming um, up here shortly. I just got twenty five pair, twenty six pair last night, and um, I'm just having a heck of a good time. It was pretty great. We got I got him uh, from Tame Waters. He was doing a charity event. Uh, apparently, proceeds of those particular trios were going to some sort of charity. Hell if I can remember. I'm like, oh, excuse to buy Jimmy a birthday gift. Go. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Phil at Tame Waters. Uh, you my boy. Phil, he's got good. He's got a good store. If you're ever in the Twin Cities, stop at it if it's open. Okay, this is going to make him laugh because we're going to have him on the podcast eventually. But uh, I swear to God, you go to this place. It's kind of the ghetto of Saint Paul. Uh, Saint, the all of all of Saint Paul is a fucking ghetto. No, no, but this is like this is the ghetto of the Saint Paul. Adam, there's children listening. Don't say F. I know. I'm sorry. That's call, what we pay the editor for. Calm the hell down. Censoring. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have an editor now. Yes. Hey, what's his f***ing name? Uh, he... Bruh. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm giving him stuff to him to edit. <laughs> Are you... Just, just, just giving him more content yeah, to edit. Yeah, let's see how good he is. How how could you? <laughs> how could you? <laughs> you know, remember when we uh, used to quack? When he has swore? not given him permission to give his identity, Jimmy. Really? All right, I have to get permission before I can slander him on the podcast. All we can do for now is thank him for his hard work and effort. I just want to see how good he is. I mean, if we F-bomb 14,000 times in an hour. Then he's going to quit, and we have to find another one. And then there's going to be another hiatus that they're going to kill us for. That's, I, can't, I, I got some other job offers to go work. Back to Tamed Waters. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Slum of St. Paul. Uh, <laughs> We're still slumming it. Paul's a slum. You get to this place. It's like an old rundown mini strip mall, uh, just in like in a corner, and it's filled with. Yep. It's, it's like too small for any business, but then there's 18 businesses in it. You know what That's I'm right. saying? Uh, and it's like going to Chinatown. The one side you, you get in, uh, it says you know uh, live fish, parrots, and you walk into Tame Waters, and you're just blown away with this you know a selection of almost exclusively high end rare products. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, then you see one dude. One dude yeah. running this entire store by himself uh, with just, I don't know, a, a gaggle of people. This dude's running left and right. You swear to God he's on cocaine trying to, you know, wheel and deal fish, just sling fish back and forth. You know, working that for 12 hours in a 90-degree element, 
I had all the uh, admiration for this fine gentleman. Uh, and yeah, uh, confirmed he doesn't do coke, but uh, you got to check it out. It's probably the one of the best places to get betas in you know the Twin Cities. Yeah, it's an actually it's a destination store. It's a store that you want to go to, and and if you own a pet store, that's what you want is you want a destination. You want a reason for people to come, and not just a, you're just not another big box store with feeder guppies. Right, so Adam. Adam, do you have any news? Um, not really. I'm good. Did your wife let you put up any new aquariums? No. 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 Okay. No, I I, I got a different job, so can now we, I'm kind of... Can we all uh, sign a petition that uh, Adam's wife must let him have 120-gallon aquarium? No, because I don't know... I actually thought about it. I don't know where I'd put it without my kids, quote-unquote, accidentally breaking it. Oh, do what I do. Rubbermaid totes? Just buy another house. Buy, just buy another house. <laughs> Forget... So, Forget those people in so particular. My wife and I were up in Fargo, North Dakota. We stopped at the big box store there that rhymes with Petco. And we walked in and said, hey, they got their bucket gallon sale again. We said, hey, you got any 10 gallon tanks? And they go, yeah, we got these. And we said, okay, we'll take them all. You got any more in the back? And they went, no. And uh, so they only had like 12 or 14. So we took them all. And, and she goes, can I ask you what you're using them for? And Jen goes, we're going to put them in our basement and hold a bunch of water. She goes like... <laughs> Like like drinking water? And Jen goes, yeah, the apocalypse is coming. Oh, okay. Dense people. Yeah, I just like, what are you using them for? You know, I said, we well, should have told her we're making meth. We got to come up with a better line. It's like, no, we're going to put water in it. So I, back in the day, I had a guy, and he asked how much cat litter I could buy. What? <laughs> Where did this come out of? I missed Adam so much. Just... You're, you, are a, you are a missing component in this podcast. <laughs> what happened? So... At my store, this guy called my store up. There was two different weird phone calls. The first phone call was a guy called and asked the how much cat litter he could legally buy at a time. And I went, no. You and went, I just you went, how much money do you got? No, no, no. There is a chemical in certain cat litters that can be used to make explosives. Sales a sale, Adam. No. Hold on, hold on. Here I'm it is. I'm already on every terror watch list there is. No, I'm it's helping you out. It's for me to get through the fucking airport. What do you think would happen if I sold a shit ton of cat? I, I'm, I'm helping you out. I Googled this. All right. Uh, other ingredients like antifreeze, iodine, and kitty litter make meth easily accessible. And, <laughs> yeah, meth too. Yep. And it's northern Minnesota. Here so you go. Meth uh, now federal protective description proposal recommends uh, mixing unused or unneeded uh, drugs with cat litter and coffee grounds and tossing them in the trash. Uh, so it could be a part of a cleanup. It, there's some of them that used to have the chemical that can be used for it. Oh, so this this guy literally was literally he wanted them for illicit purposes because nobody calls and asks. And if he wanted it for, like, quote-unquote cleanup purposes, he would tell me. But when you call and you say, how much kitty litter can I buy legally from you, I'm going to go, that's a red flag. Maybe it was no. a Fed call. Oh, apparently they no longer have it, but there was. it says here that there were some uh, elements of acetone in some of the crystals. Yes, and that was go. back in the day when I had my store. Well, that's so, no longer in kitty litter, apparently. So the federal yeah. government called Adam asking how much he could get. And Adam goes, you can't get any kitty litter from me, but I can tell you where you can get some ammonia nitride oxide freaking fertilizer down the street here. Nah, that, that was before he knows a guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I've always known a guy. <laughs> well, since now this podcast is flagged, uh, we should probably uh, 
dive into our subject of to- so, choice. So wait, the other the other red flag. Oh no! There's oh, there's more. another phone call. There's more. Um, you remember Debbie, right, Jim? I remember Debbie. So she was a, Debbie, a, a wholesaler in our area. Yes. Yes, she was a wholesaler in our area. No shot. I out. got a weird phone call from somebody pretending to uh, not be able to speak. So they were using the tel- apparently there's this teletype service. Yeah, it's the where you the touch tone thing yeah. for for deaf people for deaf people. Yeah. Adam, why do you hate so deaf he people? Was, I do not hate deaf people. Just listen to the story. So much hate he in was, his heart. He was literally trying to buy as many pet vitamins as I could sell, and none of it made any sense. And then Debbie called the next day and said that she was hit up by the same type of person, and she figured it was for drug smuggling because they literally wanted to buy all of the pet meds that we could legally buy at one time. Uh, man, the, the, the world used to be a terrible place. <laughs> it's gotten so much better. Hasn't it? This place. is... This is way better. It's all under control. Don't worry. It's yeah, only, okay. It's only up from here, baby. So how much did you sell them, Adam? Just in case. That's Not right. a goddamn one because he just, they they bothered me right before I was closing. Hey. And I said, look, I'm closing. And then they said, well, we need like 50,000 bottles. And I'm like, that's a, sh- no. Anyway. Yeah, you might want to get a deposit on that first. Before you I would have yeah, taken I've down his information. It. You know, you might have got some sort of a reward from that. I doubt it because Debbie got the same thing. And then a couple other stores. Uh, you remember, what the hell was her name? What's the one lady in Bemidji name? We don't need to identify people in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to jail, you're going by yourself, dude. All right, you can just shut the hell up now. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking about other store owners. I yeah. know. Yeah. We, we don't want that. We're cool. No, they all got hit up from the same I get thing enough mail. Own. I get enough mail. Have you ever gotten any mail from the federal government? Uh, I have not. No. Wait, no, I have too. It's local government, not oh, federal. It's always tomorrow. And we're going to go over that because I got some uh, some emails to go over. Oh, you got emails? You well, have that a- is the uh, topic of this podcast. We were going to do Bristle Nose Playcos. And now we're going to do emails? People have been hounding us. Yeah. But you know what I forgot to do for the whole last year? Breed Bristle Nose Playcos and figure out how uh, log into the email even once. I have not checked the email since January, and it is now October. You are a terrible person. No wonder people hate you. Well, we were on a hiatus, Jimmy. I, <laughs> you I, were on a hiatus. Honestly, I thought the email from the aquarium guys forwarded to my personal. Yeah. And nope, it didn't. You just thought we're not we're not doing a podcast right now that people just quit. This asking. is we're gonna have to like power through some questions. All right. And I hope what we have enough knowledge to answer them at doesn't least matter. in a comedic manner. Not as long as we get get them through them, it doesn't matter. Excellent. So we we have not abandoned your questions you sent in the podcast. Well, I imagine most of these fish are dead, or these people are probably gone. But you know, yeah. let's let's, uh, let's go through it. My goldfish is looking good. <laughs> looking Jimmy, good. he died nine months ago. Yeah. Kiss my ass. <laughs> All right. Hey, so just hit up Robbie, and he'll buy you a new goldfish. Well, uh, before we start, you know, to keep the podcast oh, we haven't started going. Yet. Well, no, no, no. Before we start in the topic, to keep the podcast going, keep the lights on. If you like what you hear, uh, share it with a friend. Number one. Number two, not children, not children. Help support us, you know, uh, <laughs> especially since we're not catering to children emotionally, financially. Um, yeah, go check our website out, aquariumguyspodcast.com. Bottom of the website, there's a merch. I mean, you can get some sweet swag. I actually have. Uh, there are most popular lineup is these retard, and I, I I mean this. It's really a a beautifully drawn retarded flower horn, and it says, uh, um, uh, "Got cock?" No, no, hold on. It's kind of hard to sell it when you've never seen it. Oh, I have I have the shirt, but okay. I'm having a brain fart on top of it. Maybe I should call you Turd Ferguson. Apparently. Um, hold on. Here we go. These people are just like... Merch store, and there's there's the merch. Uh, it is... 
Where's Where's the cock apparel? <laughs> did they take down our co- our cock? They could have. They probably did. You don't no. even know what we have for merch. I just bought some. They didn't take it down. Go fluke yourself. Yep, go fluke yourself. So my wife got some cool merch. Oh no, they took down. They took it down. My my wife got some excellent merchandise, but not go from. Go fluke yourself. Get taken down. No, that's there. That's there. Perfect. Oh, I love cock. That's what it says with K O K. K O K. So we're gonna make sure that gets back up. Apparently, that got removed from our store. <laughs> So, uh, for those that don't know, cock, K-O-K, is the ball on the front of a flower horn's head. So, uh, you know, a little wordplay, a little fun, a little spicy meatball. Oh, You know what I'm saying? Cool. Like I said, my wife got some excellent merchandise, but it wasn't from our website. (laughs) Great. She got it from ZZ Top website. And I highly recommend if you like ZZ Top, you go get uh, the shirt. They got a Whiskey Raw Tour. It's only $85 for for the hoodie. I thought that was a great deal. I said you should buy two of them. All right, so. Oh, we're back. Down the uh, rabbit hole. First question. Hey, guys, found your podcast. I'm about to start a tank. Uh, when, comes, <laughs> when it comes to the bacteria in a bottle. Nine, nine months ago, you just started a tank. Can it be I know. Uh, can it be used for fresh and salt water? Yes. That, that's an easy one. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Just as long as it hasn't been frozen. In fact, it, it, so much so that yeah. if, even if you don't have your own like bottle of bacteria you purchased, you can take your freshwater sponge filter, squeeze it into a salt, and yes, it will begin the biological cycle. Uh, next question. Uh, these are text messages, and our number has been deleted from Google Voice. So we're going to have to get that reestablished sometime. So one of Everybody's giving up here, on us. Even Google. Ever since I started that, that whole thing where I told everybody you're dead. Or started keto. Same thing. Same thing. Uh, I have something going on with a uh, fish tank where it looks like it had ick. However, I treated it uh, for eggs several times. Ick is what he probably meant. And can't get it to go away. It was very slow to spread to the other fish uh, first. But the ones that have had it have uh, died. And I've gone through three rounds of it. Uh, Cure with water changes, aquarium salt, raising the temperature. What should I do from here? By the way, thanks for the show. If you guys are able uh, to please put out more. I've listened to them all at least twice, and this was in March, so I feel particularly shitty. What we should do is buy this guy's tank, because he's given up at this point. Clearly. It's, it's all over. Give us a nom, uh, call, and we'll buy your tank from you. Well, uh, my recommendation on this is when I have mysterious shit that looks like other shit, I immediately <laughs> just get a UV filter in there. Uh, if you have ick, you've treated it for ick, methylene blue, salt, raising the temperature, and it's just there for months. It's probably not ick, but it might still be a bug that that's similar. Use a UV sterilizer. Yeah. It'll just blow out anything in your, your water anyway. That, do a bunch of water changes. Do water changes, water changes, water changes, water changes. Oh, that is in here. With water changes. So Did he jack up the temperature? 82 degrees. I'm saying Ooh, crank that bitch to 90. 90. Yeah, ninety, and then and then put a UV filter on it, and then put some extra air stones in there because at ninety, there's not yep. going to be any air. Right. Yep. Uh, next one. This one was sent with pictures. I like pictures. Hello, love the podcast. Would Why you... is there a picture of a person flipping us off? That that's a different one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> love the podcast. Would you be able to sex my dwarf Garami? Also, any tips for removing tannin in a tank, whether it's beneficial to, or whether it's beneficial to leave it in? Thanks. Uh, so leave the tannins in the tank. Leave the tannins in the tank. Doesn't hurt nothing. Poop water no. makes fish go blub. <laughs> what? That should be a t-shirt. Poop water makes fish go blub. Go blub? Yeah, blub. Blub. Like dead? Blub, blub. Oh. Poop water makes fish go blub. Uh, this, uh, 
I'm going to see if I can copy the image. Uh, dwarf Grammys usually are pretty easy to sex because the, the females are normally very, very plain. And, and the males are brightly colored, either red, blue, striated colors. And then they also have a top dorsal fin that's a different. So it's quite easy to, to sex a good-sized Grammy. And they're also a lot of fun to breed. I am, Where's the picture, Robbie? I am uploading the picture that not only us, but the hive mind of the Discord community can also vote on the sex of this picture. Where I vote, is it at? He's working on it. I am getting there. All right. Oh, I, I vote okay. yes for sex on this podcast. Is that what we're doing? We're voting? You're voting. Yeah. Uh, people are saying male, female, and Jimmy's just going, yes. Yes. That's what he does on all his federal forms. Like Federal forms? They're like uh, asking sex, please. I'll this try, sometimes in a I'll secondary try answer. Once, once or twice. I'll try it. <laughs> I would be very popular in prison. You know that? Would you? Oh, God. People would love me. Mm. I could just hear someone like, hold my pocket. <laughs> hey boy want to get that soap for me sure all right there is the uh, photo it is in podcast live chat for those that don't know go to the graham guys podcast website bottom of the page you'll find a link to Discord. that is a male powder blue there we go male it is male powder blue and the reason why i know that is because females are always drab silver drab and they're drab yeah drab. i have seen some really pretty females where they'll have a nice sheen to them but there's no way that's not a, a male and you know i'm just glad we we got this guy's uh question answered in such a timely timely manner. manner yeah it was this, from may and it's it's october now it's october so yeah this so. this fish is probably dead or mm -hmm. bred and he's probably got ten thousand. It's, it's now grandpa actually yeah actually actually most most dwarf grammys don't you can buy them from the wholesalers either males or females and i almost never found females even when i bought mix not ever do you see them yeah i do see them all the time um so i did talk to uh, our friends at secrets farms here not that long ago and i had somebody that wanted did they survive to, uh, the hurricane by the way what's that did they survive the hurricane yes the, the hurricane headed towards tampa and just as it got there it veered off and went north the original trajectory was, was going to cream them yes they were going to be in the bullseye and when i talked to secrets farms the monday of the uh hurricane what, what, what was the name of the hurricane again chuckles no i don't think it was chuckles <laughs> i don't think anything funny about it is it ian what was it? Ian, yeah, maybe. I always feel bad when they use real names because some dick is at an office named Ian and then she's just getting all the crap for the next two weeks. They should name it after everybody's ex-wife because they storm the house and take all your shit. Can we have like Hurricane Karen? That's right. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. So Hurricane Karen. is Hurricane Karen. That's right. That's what we need. But anyway, um, Katrina. That's what we should have called. Yeah. Yeah. You can't make. You can't use it. We can't call strippers Katrina anymore. No. We could have called it Karen. There was a missed opportunity. That's correct. So I don't it know was any stripper's name Katrina. What about cinnamon with a Y? That's my stripper. I know name. A few of those. <laughs> That's mine. So anyway, uh, back to to work here. Secrets Farms was in the bullseye. They were they were peeing themselves. They thought they were going to get nailed. If you've ever been to Secrets Farms, they are only probably three to five miles away from the coast, but you could see the ocean down the road if you're in front of their place. You could look down and you could see the, the edge of the ocean. They expected. I think anywhere between 8 to 12 feet of surge coming down that road. And I think they told me that they're, you know, it's a high-end greenhouse type facility. And it's only rated for so many miles per hour wind. And, and they said if they had a direct hit that they would be gone. And uh, some prayers were answered. And, and it, as it came in towards them, it, it veered off, went north, and flattened out uh, Fort Myers area. I've got some friends in the Fort Myers area. 
um, got a hold of them, said, how's your house? And they said, when we find it, we'll let you know. And their house is gone. Uh, one of my friends, his Awful. his son's uh, house gone, but replaced by a $3.5 million yacht. And, Ooh, and anyway, upgrade. yeah, the yacht knocked the house off the, they figured the yacht, the yacht knocked the house off the um, uh, foundation because it was one of the few houses in that neighborhood that were gone. He's five and a half miles from the ocean. Five and a half miles. So is it like uh, finds these keepsies? I, I don't know. I They were trying to figure out a way how to kind of stand it upright so they could have a place to stay at least. It, they should be able to find a way just because of the luck. Yeah. So, because the guy's going to get an insurance claim. He's going to get a check for his whole yacht. Yeah. That's how that works, right? You don't have some Jeff Bezos looking fucker <laughs> that doesn't have insurance. So they should just Actually, leave it there. I know about insurance now. Yeah. They should just leave it there and build, ar- build, build around it. There we it. go. Build into it. That's exactly you know? right. Yeah, Adams now works for an insurance company. So if anybody needs insurance out there, um, do you have insurance for like if I knock somebody up? I mean, you know, like let's let's say I was Herschel Walker and I needed some insurance money, Adam. Could you do that for me? Um, I can point you in the guy with a hanger. <laughs> Wait. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that. Are you the duck, the uh, gecko, or the mayhem guy? None of the above. Oh, lame. Oh, wow, lame. I was hoping. I'm, I'm the uh, the uh, brown trouser guy. Aaron. Yeah, the brown trouser guy. I have no idea who that is. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Jake. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's who he works for. So. All right, more questions later. Uh, Adam, <laughs> I have sent you the next question. His The gentleman's name is Alexander. He has three questions. Go ahead. Where where did you send it to me? I direct message you in Discord. Oh, well, just a sec here. Let me get it. Ahoy. My landlord was strictly no pets until last year and let my girlfriend and I get two fish tanks as long as we put up a deposit for potential water damage. 20-gallon high with an epistol pair, black neons, pygmy quarries, and a couple snails. 10 gallons with a single male beta. How do we persuade the persuade the landlord to get us to let us get more tanks and turn our small one bedroom apartment into an aquarium? Tea time. We're gonna stop there. That's question one. So I had this asked actually on the Facebook page, and people thought I was kidding. But uh, I would try, and it depends on the state you're in, to do a because uh, um, there's laws protecting pets that are emotional dependent pets. <laughs> yes, but people abuse that. Yeah, abuse it. That's the what hell I'm are. saying. Abuse it. Use it. There you go. Use it and abuse it. This is my emotional support. Fifty-five gallon. <laughs> well, here's the thing. First of all, we don't know where they are in an apartment. Second of all, if they're on like the third floor, a fifty-five gallon. Fully loaded is going to be what? Fifty. Let's say fifty gallons times eight pounds a gallon. So you're talking four hundred pounds. Yep. Of just Plus water. Rocks. Which, you know. which is still now. Let me put this in perspective for you, because I'm an old dude, and this is back in the day of the water bed when a water bed held three hundred gallons of water. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I had a water bed when I was in college. And Wait, I, did you get lucky <clears throat> on the bed? Because that matters. Cause, What's that? Because if you got lucky in the bed, that matters. Then there's a slight bit more force. Oh, yeah. Force. Yeah. Okay. So, so then it was like 900 pounds. Right. So, just, but <laughs> Exactly. That's so, your so, bed regularly. That's Rob. just you, Rob. So that's, just me, that's just me laying. <clears throat> that's just you laying there. Yeah. So anyway, in perspective, just to give you an idea. So a 300-gallon uh, water bed, 2,500 pounds. But it's over a large, large area. If you take your refrigerator, which weighs about 200 pounds when it's full of uh, food and whatnot, 
you've got 200 pounds on four little pegs that are the size of a quarter. And that is more pressure on the floor than any aquarium ever will be. Ta-da. So it's not the it's not the amount of weight that a building can hold, but it's just probably what he's wondering about water damage. And um, you know, I don't know how you're gonna get around you know water damage, but you can emotional support fish. Right, you can go out and get a rider to cover that uh, on your insurance. So tell him you're gonna go out and get extra insurance on get renter's insurance, which is very yep. cheap. Renter's insurance is cheap. It's very cheap. And then you can get a rider on it if your aquariums would bust and take down the wall. Also, I did hear about a guy cheating on this apartment deal. So it said you're not allowed to have any aquariums inside your apartment. Wink, wink. So he's on the, like, the fifth floor. So he put an outdoor aquarium on his balcony. Yeah. It's not. And, and, and he got every balcony down? No, no. And they kept wanting him to re-sign his lease, re-sign his lease, because they wanted to, to change you know, inside the, the apartment to, to everything, and he just wouldn't. Yeah. So he got away for like five years of shit on his uh, balcony. Yeah. You probably get away with that in a warm weather climate, but Minnesota's going to suck. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Yeah. What's the rest of the question? The other thing is, is I've, I've heard of somebody having a 75-gallon on their balcony, and just as they topped it off, it fell and took the other three balconies out below it what yeah. a way to kill grandma's dog in the balcony yeah. below. Bel- you know what i'm saying balconies and apartments yeah. are not that 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 sturdy there's a lot of every year there's people that that have eight nine people out on their balcony and, right. and the balcony collapses so those balconies i'd rather have them indoors than out because i think you're much better off so we got a lot of questions to go through let's hit the next one okay number two uh, Duluth has super hard, 200 to 300 ppm, super alkaline, 8.5 to 9 pH. How would you? How would I help lower the pH and water hardness? First of all, whoa, whoa. we Duluth... currently use small amounts of oh, acid yeah. buffer and almond leaves for pH, and API water softener a pillow for hardness and major water changes. So that would need to be added. So now go ahead, Adam. Okay, sorry. So to be honest, most of Northern Minnesota water, because they're in Duluth, is basically liquid rock. Yes. You could either, here's what I I would recommend. Either A, get some hard loving, hard water loving fish, your live bears, that type of stuff. Um, your pisto pear, black neons, pygmy quarries, I would have distilled water and then mix that distilled or RO water with tap water after it's been, um, Duluth chlorinates the shit out of their water. So... You need to be careful because some days there'll be way more chlorine in it. So just always have a five-gallon bucket sitting there. Yeah, so um, always treat it like it's, you know, uh, Fort, Fort Knox poison. as far as the, cl- the chlorine. Just don't just leave it in the bucket on the side. But if you're in a pinch and need an emergency, take a cup, put some water in the bottom, swish it around, and then sniff inside the glass. You'll It'll smell like a pool. And if it doesn't smell as bad like a pool, you can use it in a pinch. Or put your least favorite fish in there and see if it dies. Literally at Derek's uh, a pet shop, uh, Dee's Fish Co. in Detroit Lakes there, uh, that we literally take a bucket. And some days you can put your head in the bucket and it smells exactly like a chlorinated pool. Other days, you barely get any smell. It just depends on when they last treated. Yeah, I used to live in, in Detroit Lakes. Now we're 20 miles uh, over this way. And all my old tanks um, had hard water scale deposits on them from Detroit Lakes. And now I'm over here, 20 miles away, and all my old tanks, none of them have the hard water deposit like they used to in Detroit Lakes. So, But I think that the cheapest way is to buy a cheap RO unit to make your own RO water. Because, I mean, if you got a 75-gallon, is it a 75-gallon tank or no? Oh, his is 20s and 20. 10. So, I mean, you can go out and buy uh, uh, distilled water and, and use that or spring water. RO even. 
RO water and stuff, but I mean, you're carrying it up and down steps if you're in apartments and whatnot. Or get it delivered, you know, get the white privilege method. Just, you know, call the dude, have him show up every Wednesday. Yeah, drop it off. But I mean, if, if you if you have a, a huge tank, like a 75, and you're, you're lugging up 30 gallons of water so you can mix it 50-50, I would just buy a cheap RO unit, make your own RO, and... And, and quit doing the chemicals because what I find out from the freaking chemicals, the acid buffers, um, and that's worse for your tanks. Yeah. The, uh, pH up pH down. What happens is it will reduce the pH and then it just rebounds a week later. Well, it, it, uh, um, what's the word I was wanting to use? Hateful. Nope. It, um, I want to say for lack of a better word, evaporates from the tank. Right. Yeah. It yeah. just goes away. Yeah. It just kind of dissipates and doesn't work mm-hmm. anymore. And then, and so you actually will stress out your fish more just from the pH going yin yang and doing a yo yo thing. I would just so much easier just to replace it with RO water 50 50 and, and see where your parameters are at at that point. So, like Adam and Jimmy said, RO is best with the remineralizer or mix it with your tap. Uh, if you want to just stick with your tap and you want to find ways just of making it a little better, uh, tannins, tannins, tannins. Fill that stuff with wood, fill it with all kinds of naturals. And it'll help quite a bit, but it'll never... I mean, if you have 9 pH, good luck. I mean, your, your right. batteries are charged, but not your fish. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest, most pet stores and most fish that you'll buy up in that area, in that neck of the woods, is acclimated. I mean, mine, I want to say mine at my store, my pH was like between 7.5 and 8, and I never really had any problems. I just made sure to get RO water for... um the super sensitive stuff. Yeah, I mean, ask your pet store. I mean, ask yeah. them, like, hey, what what are those fish in right there? Well, there's that there really is eight. Pet, there's a really good pet store in Duluth, uh, World of Fish. Yeah? It's, uh, it's in Hermantown. Wait, wait, like the World of Fish that closed down in... There's another one in Duluth. It's in Hermantown, actually. Huh. It's a really nice hole-in-the-wall store. Yep. It's a house, and it's really good. I It was the last time I was there. A lot there. of cool stuff there the last time I was there. Yep. I'm going to have to make a trip. So, uh, question three, I'm going to have Jimmy read. I have it highlighted there, Jimmy. Have you ever accidentally gotten high and put lemonade in your tank to top it off, thinking it was water? Because I would never have done that. Never, never, ever. Even if it was only a small amount in a small glass. Ooh. Uh, You guys got something? Because I do. (laughs) Okay, it it should be okay, but I would just be worried about the sugars. Um, uh, it's just lemonade. If you had a big yeah. tank, it, I don't even fret. Like it's just gonna, it's gonna do what it's. Even gonna your do. ten gallon with the with the single male beta is gonna be fine. Right, but in the smaller tanks, it makes more of a difference. Um, do it, it, you know, treat yourself to a good water change after your mistake, and you should be fine when you're sober. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. what I've done, I mean, it's only lemonade. It's not like it, you dropped your cocaine in there. Right, I have a large basement. We party in the basement. We do podcasts in the basement, and I have a bunch of containers. You know, like cups where people are drinking stuff, and it's almost exclusively water because I'm always working in the basement, and then I go drink the you know uh, pops and sodas in the upstairs. So I have a bunch of cups, and I'll do a cleanup day to bring all the stuff to the sink. Well, I'll have all these half drink uh, containers of water, so I'll just pour them in my uh, recirculating fish tank unit. I have nine 10 gallon fish tanks that all share the same water. So I'll just pour them in to top off the sump. You know what I'm saying? Just a cup here, a cup there. And I'm just, I'm not thinking. I'm tired in the morning. And I end up pulling, uh, pouring like, I don't know, a half of a two liter bottle of Coke. <laughs> sump. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Did you really do that? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh. It was your Coke. <laughs> yeah. It was probably mine. <laughs> I, uh, when I was in college, I had a 110 gallon fish pond 
uh, in a deck in the corner of my apartment, surrounded by plants. Really bitching, really cool. And I can't tell you, we had big, uh, I'd say six to eight inch uh, koi and goldfish in there and some big fantails. Every party, there would be 30 empty beer cans floating in that thing. Yeah. Every single party we had. Because people just chuck their empties in the, in the thing. And I never lost a fish. Because fish like beer. It's a proven I didn't scientific lose a, thing. I didn't lose a single fish right. in that entire recirculating system. Yeah, so I mean, if it's diluted to a, a small amount. I mean, I know I really worry about... Uh, in fact, you, Adam's you get, Endlers were in there, and they kind of, I don't know, made more better. all of a sudden. <laughs> got better, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I've, I've had like... Have you ever like use cleaning supplies like you're using windex to, uh, on a paper towel and you clean your tank and then all of a sudden you put your hand in the tank and you kind of go oh god i'm gonna kill him with this windex in my hand and stuff if you're ever in doubt just do a quick water change and you'll be just fine yeah do a water change or if you're really paranoid throw in a carbon bag or if you're really paranoid and it's just endlers who cares right you know we haven't got him riled up about endlers yet tonight so uh, we haven't fine. uh this was january 28th uh, and he says, thanks all for the the hype for new episodes. <laughs> oh, God, I feel bad. You should. All you right. need to apologize to him. Yeah, who is it? We are. We're apologizing to him formally by answering his question. All right, I got the next one. Good morning, Rob, Adam, and Jimmy. I just recently discovered your No, pod- what's my name? Jimothy? Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Good morning, Turd Ferguson. I recently discovered your podcast. I've been binge listening to it work for the last few hours. It's a nice start uh, to the day with your guys' humor and an informative podcast. I had a question for Jim and Rob. You guys said that you're into the wholesaling and I was wondering a few things. Uh, for one, how did you start uh, one of, uh, how does one start this venture? You don't. It's like an inoperable cancer and it <laughs> consumes you. That's what happens. It sucks. Uh, you, you immediately, any hobby that you have, you're just sitting there like, hmm, I like cars. I wonder how I can make money off cars is the very next subject. You play video games and you're like, I wonder how I could do tournaments followed by how can I make money by playing video games. So if you have a hobby and you're good at it, you're going to want to figure out how to at least try to break even with it. That's I, how you get into wholesaling. I have seen so many people make money on Pornhub doing that. Now, if you want a tutorial on how to get into it, I mean, we could... I feel like that's a podcast that we have pre-set up. But uh, so, what does it entail? What are the in and outs of being a wholesaler? Um, it, it depends. If you are talking about a wholesaler, are you talking to Seagrass Farms? Are you talking about being a middleman? Or are you talking about doing a side fish hustle? There's a lot of different uh, things. And honestly, listen to more of the podcasts. We've we've had everybody in the name of the game from a fish farmer all the way to yourself on the podcast. And so even if you th- want perspective finish the episodes even a zoo owner yeah even a zoo owner right yes uh even the dnr that uh have that's right collections we've D- had every type the dnr love us um what are the uh, daily ins and outs uh i know the day consists of battling with schmelta lol hey Good, he's been listening hey let's talk about schmelta last night i'm not kidding you i go to the airport last night i get there at 6 p.m okay i go there oh, you got there early Got there early for yeah. once. Got there at 6 p.m. My fish are there. I know they're there. I go up to the counter. and smell them. I, I go up to the counter. Nobody there. Mm. Mm. Two other people standing there going, how do you get a hold of their I said, well, I got a phone number. Let me call it. So the two people that were there had gotten luggage late after they had arrived. So they were ah. there to pick up their luggage. And, and Schmelta Airlines had called them from a phone number and when they called them back, it says, this phone number has been disconnected. 
Okay. I went, well, I've got this. In my phone, rude. in my phone, it says, secret Fargo Airport Schmelta Airline number. That's what it says in my, it's a secret. Because they gave it to me years ago and said, don't ever give it to anybody. If you wanted to get hold of Schmelta Airlines in this particular airport and you went on and Googled it, there is no phone number. There's, there's no number. There's nothing on the website. This is called Minneapolis. So anyway, I called there and I could hear it ringing behind the counter and it rang and it rang and it rang. I did this for 49 minutes last night, 49 minutes. Finally, somebody comes out. They don't look happy. And they go, yeah, can I help you? I said, and these gals were in front of me and they go, yeah, we've been waiting for 45 minutes. She goes, I'm sorry. We were in a meeting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're in a meeting. I'm sorry. So they had a meeting for 45 minutes. They just closed the counter. So welcome to Hooterville, you know. And I'm just sitting there. Just I just want to ring this gal. But, you know, you get you get farther with being nice. And anyway. When did you ever learn this? I have been to the airport with you when, oh. I, when I was your bodyguard. I hate these people. When you literally had, you blew up at oh. the security of a federal airport. Yeah. An international federal airport. Yeah, I hate these people. And so anyway, I said, I, I was kind of a dick, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I said, so... So anyway, she's leaning really forward at me, and she says to me, she goes, I'm sorry you had to wait. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and, and she goes, we were in a meeting. I go, yeah, I heard that and stuff. She goes, we got pizza. I said, she's, she's inviting you for pizza. I said, no, they got pizza at the meeting, and she was excited about it. <laughs> she was just telling you this. He was just bragging up, and I had pizza, and I'm going, that's nice. I said, the company sprung for pizza? Well, no, we had to pay for ourselves. I'm just looking at her. <laughs> and so I said to her, I go, you know what? I said, I waited 45 minutes. I hope you have a slice of pizza ready for me when I go into the back. She goes, I'll bring you some. And so anyway, wow. I, I went to the behind where we, we have, so I'm at the terminal at the, at the desk. I have to go back outside, walk around the airport, which isn't that far. They're going to poison you. And she comes out there and she's got a slice of pepperoni pizza on a napkin for me. And she goes, I saved you one piece. I said, thanks a lot. And you know what? I freaking ate it. I ate it. I was so mad I ate it. And the whole way home, I'm thinking, I bet you they poisoned it. They they closed down the airport so they could have their pizza. For 45 minutes. Yeah, that's what the meeting was. They had pizza. Hey, we have a meeting. Um, it's uh, it's about all of these, you know, uh, war. Uh, um, help me out. Immigrants. Yeah. That we're trying to import from Russia. No, it's pizza in the back room. And And a year ago. A year ago during COVID, I went there. Same thing. Nobody answers the phone. I get mad. I drive the one mile down to get a hamburger. There they are. The two people supposed to be working the counter at McDonald's getting burgers in between flights. Are you kidding? No. Because I said, oh, and I know him. I said, I said, is there nobody left? Now we decided we need a burger. We don't have another flight coming in for 45 minutes. <laughs> and anyway, I just, I go... Well, when we get back, I says, can you get my fish right away? I said, there's about 30 people standing outside the gate there. Yeah, we'll get you right away. So, yeah, I, I got there, and he went and grabbed it, gave him my fish, and then I had to go inside use the restroom. There's about 40, 45 people standing at the counter just mattering hell. Waiting for someone to show up. Yeah, because they went out for burgers. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the best tangent of all time. Right, Adam? 
It's up there. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I just Anyways, had a banch. It's been so finish, long. Let's finish this guy's email. I've been in the hobby for both fresh and saltwater for about 20 years and mostly been an opportunity uh, entrepreneur for the last 10 years. Over the last few years, I've been researching, wondering how you can make a business around this thing uh, I love. I've read a lot of... Uh, uh, I've read a lot of people fail, except I've used ups and downs having business. Really looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, thanks, John, a.k.a. Future Aquarium Guys podcast host. Co-host. John, uh, I'm even, I'll, I won't use your last name, but uh, if you're hearing this, you know, find me on Facebook, message me again, and uh, we can have a private session on uh, <laughs> some of the things that... Uh, you know, we can help you in your particular pursuit because we talk about a lot of different hobby opportunities on this. But I feel like you got something in mind. You know, you're you're a baller. Okay, where does John live? If you were to guess, well, it's it's uh, if I could tell you his last name, you know, it's the Midwest. Yes. Okay. So if you can live in, here's the best idea ever, John in the Midwest. Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> Find a play, find a state that lets you legally sell weed, and then do hydroponic weed and fish. You're guaranteed to make money either way. Derek is actually starting hydroponics in a store. The local high school club has a hydroponics thing, and they asked if they could build it in the pet store. So they're building a hydroponics unit, and I told them that he should be growing pot in it just because the community supports it so much. Yeah, he. It would work. And just so you know, his shop is right next door to the police station, across the street, right next door. Yeah, <laughs> they'll never catch on. All right, so John, contact us. Maybe we'll have you on the podcast. I hope he's still alive. This is back from February second of twenty twenty. Send in your uh, podcast host application to the same email because we'll actually start checking it for once. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: uh, 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 pay sucks. Just telling you, pay pay yeah. sucks. Yeah, uh, help us if you want our pay to be better. <laughs> Or anything. Holy crap, we're on February 12th already. Yep, we're getting there. February 12th. Uh, Mr. Jarvis. If these are in, if these are in um, monthly order, why the hell are you jumping around from May to January to... The, the first ones February. were text messages. So now we're in emails. Oh, now we're in emails. Okay. Calm right. down, Adam. Hi, guys. I've been getting some yellow neos from a breeder. Uh, that's neocardinia shrimp, by the way. I have new tank set up just for them. An all-cycled pre-filter uh, from my season tank. They keep temps at 80... Thank you for your conversion from Celsius here, bro. Uh, 82 degrees for breeding purposes. Uh, that's way too high. Yeah. Uh, neocar- shrimp in general, unless they're... Uh, um, what's those those fancy ones? Starts with an S. Sexy shrimp. Oh, it's it's they're so cool looking, too. Um, Starts with an S? Yes. Help me out. Sexy. There's only, uh, besides, in freshwater uh, um, shrimp, there's only one type you keep warm. The rest you do room temperature. 82 degrees is way too high. So right there, I'm going to stop you there. Uh, But you want to keep them at 72. I've researched the best temp to keep them at for their long health and longevity. Yes. Uh, 72 still is too, too high. Do room temp. Room temp, if your house is 70 degrees, 69 degrees, you're going to be looking at 6 degrees colder. That's great for shrimp. I'm telling you, room temperature all day. My question is, should I keep them at the 82 or uh, acclimize them to drip feed them uh, in at 28 and then slowly bring the temp down over uh, a week back down to 72? Uh, just rip out that damn heater immediately. And walk and away. Walk away. <laughs> just stop it. Um, put them over an AC vent, for Christ's sake. Something. That is way too high. I was joking about the AC vent, but not really. 
Yeah, I think if you just uh, walk away from it, it will slowly, over the course of 36 hours, drop down at room temperature. I have te- uh, temp measured some of my tanks, and they're, I've, I've uh, in a storage room, which I moved them to, into, 59 degrees. Yeah, I just took my guppies off the uh, deck, and uh, the temperature was 58 degrees when I took them off the deck here just the other day, and they're fine. Hashtag patio pond, baby. Uh, new to the podcast, love what I heard so far. So, Mr. Jarvis, for the love of God, quit frying your shrimp. Yeah, and, and, and why are you in... He's in Canada or somewhere. Clearly, it's... Well, we have a lot of British and, you know, UK. Really? We're huge in the UK. I did not know this either. What? I looked up our analytics, and we're hard number one in the UK. In the UK? Yeah. These people not have any entertainment? Apparently, whatsoever? they like inappropriate stuff and they want us to use the word... So we can't use that word. We can't. That's, it got censored. Did you hear the bleep? I heard the bleep. Beep. Uh, Oliver. Uh, Jimmy, you want to do this one? And I'll make it. This is from next. Oliver from, uh, we don't know. He goes, I heard that Rick Proust got mentioned on your most recent Emergency Live podcast. Rick is very much a wealth of information and knowledge and very much hugely impactful in getting people interested genuinely in aquariums and all things within Michigan, the Midwest in general. Bruce Pets also single-handedly brought life and business that turned Lang- Langsing's Old Town into the place it is today. He's one of the most respected folks in the area, especially as, he, as it pertains to environmental leadership. And I've met very few individuals that are as genuine, smart, and passionate as Rick. I don't know that, that you guys are looking for any new people to have on, but truly an episode with him would be mind-boggling awesome and probably melt some brains. I'm all about brain melting. I don't by any means re- represent him, but if you're interested in wanting to have him on, here's, here's some contact information. I'm not going to lie, it's been so long. I don't remember the shout-out. Uh, I know a little bit about the gentleman, mainly that he has a fantastic beard. He oh. he literally looks like Gandalf if uh, he lost all the weight. Yeah, that's a good way to get somebody on the podcast, just to compare him to Gandalf. What, that he looks better than oh, a better, famous yeah. movie? Yeah. I mean, come on. Honestly. Do you remember that, Adam? Remember when we talked about Rick Bruce? Well, since this is clearly a shout-out and you want him on the podcast, uh, Rick, by all means, open offer. You're hearing this? You know, uh, if one of our listeners brings this to you, we want you on. Our our listeners want you on. So uh, uh, shout-out, Bruce Pets. That's P-R-E-U-S-S-P-E-T-S dot com. Check him out. Come on the podcast. We, We want to see more of that beard. And he is one of our neighbors over in Michigan. I, I, I mean, I don't know if you know geography, but there's a lot of lake between us and him. It's one of our neighbors, Robbie. Michigan. It's not Florida. All right, we'll, we'll open a can of puppers with him. Uh, next one. Uh, I'll, I'll actually, I'll get this one, Adam. I'll, I'll be nice to you. Uh, this is from John. Good morning. I was looking through your website, and I think both your website and business have a lot of potential. (laughs) I want to send you an audit report of your website. Uh, This is generally 90% of the emails we used to get uh, is just people spamming us. So this is my little mantra here of if you want us to update our website, we don't care and quit messaging us. (laughs) Uh, We're not paying for it. we're, We're not paying you for marketing. This podcast barely covers its own costs. And we certainly have no money for you. Yeah, we have to buy our own pizza. Right. Like Delta. So, uh, good tag with the discus pricing. That was really, uh, really nice. Got you there. It got us. All right. I, I do have one now for Adam. I'm going to message you, Adam, in your uh, Discord. And oh, there you go. This gentleman's name is Chris. Shout out. Hey, guys. 
Love the podcast. I have a 55-gallon African cichlid tank that I put way too much substrate in. This substrate is going to is going into my 180-gallon tank after I move into my new house whenever I can find one. Good luck with that. Uh, currently, I'm always getting green this green algae buildup on the glass where the substrate is. My question is, is this harmful at all? Thanks, so, Chris. We have a movie. I'm um, going to send it to you, Adam. And there, I'll put it in the uh, Discord chat as well so people can find out. Um, nice nice uh, peacock cichlids, by the way. Uh, yeah. Loving, loving what I'm seeing. So he's talking about Looks green like algae buildup on the glass. cats, sunshines. You know what he needs? He needs to just stir up. He's got dead zones in the tank. He does. He, and he's that's, got dead zones exactly in the sand. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. So you have peacock cichlids in your tank. You have dead zones in the tank, and it's building up, uh, you know, gunk and whatnot. Uh, get yourself a power head. There, it's like a fan for the inside of your water, and builds current. Peacock cichlids do love good current going across the tank, and it keeps the, sh- you know, dead zones in your tank uh, stirred up, so your filtration can do a better job. Yeah, you know what else would work? What? Cooley loaches. I knew you were gonna say that. Big time. The um, the problem is with some of that sand is so fine it gets compacted it doesn't get any air and it just breathes gook, gook. Yep. Oh, and uh, someone in the podcast helped me. Silawasi shrimp. Silawasi. Uh, yeah. Silawasi. Yeah, you dumbass. I told S- you that. Silawasi shrimp. Such sexy shrimp. Are the ones that you keep under heat. Yes. That's, the, that's exclusively the only. Thank shrimp. you to our Discord listeners who are so smart. Shout out to Pagan Swordsman. You're one of the longest time listeners. Actually, I've always wanted to get some Silawasi shrimp, but I never find them available. They're very hard to get because they don't ship well. Because go figure, oh. they have to have a stable temperature. Is that literally the only reason why? Yeah, they're without temperature, they're not hardy. Oh, I so want these now, yep. just because I can't have them. And they're adorable. They're adorable. Uh, so yeah, the, not but down to answer directly. I see that I don't see green p- patches. It looks like you already cleaned them up. But I, I see diatoms. Yeah, I see diatom algae because of the dead zones. And scrape it. It's not going to kill them. It's not going to hurt them. You just uh, you know, mix around the water. Get yourself a nice power head. Well, actually, you could do it with a sharp stick. Um, you can use a algae the, scraper or the razor blade. Yeah, yeah, just you know, not on your wrist. Well, the razor blade actually would the I wouldn't do an algae scraper because you'll get that sand in between the the algae scraper and the glass, and it'll scratch the glass up. That's why I hate sand. I Rob. don't have that problem. I guess because you're more a sand skilled, lover, you're more skilled weirdo. than you guys. You're a weirdo. Uh, I highly doubt that, Robbie, who's got four children. <laughs> wow. That's, that's Adam's, true. Adam's you, you are a, better with instruments. You know? He has wrote a pot scrubby more than you have. <laughs> All right, this is Rand. Thanks, guys, is the R- title. Rand. Uh, just want to thank you guys for the podcast. I enjoy listening to the knowledge and guests and you guys. <laughs> I stopped listening uh, to the news on my way to work and now enjoy the humor and topics you bring. My wife br- uh, bought me Aquashella t- tickets for Valentine's in Orlando 2022. It was very enjoyable. I uh, spotted Joe from Joe Shrimp Shack. Uh, but I, th- I thought he was the primetime aquatics guy, brother. LOL, thanks again. Keep him coming. Uh, wish I could have gone to that. Wish you could have gone to Aquashella in Chicago a week ago. That would have been hot. Yeah. Maybe Joe, next year. Joe was there. 
Everybody and your mom was there but us. That's because we suck. We suck. We don't make enough money to make tickets for that. We can't even get gas money to go no. to Aquashella. So, hey, if you want to send us a donation and put it like to go to Aquashella as the annotated note, we'll, we'll save it. Don't worry. Wait, no. Rephrase that. To get me to Aquashella and home. I just no, don't want, we don't I, need that. I don't want to be hanging out in Chicago for freaking Pro the pizza. rest of my life. He'll be fine. That's true. Yeah. The Windy City, you're, you're a gas man. You got this. All right, so this is from the DNR. So I don't know. How, I'm going to quickly glance over this. Um, oh, no, Jimmy. <laughs> We're being reported. No, I'm just kidding. So we have a relationship with the Minnesota DNR, and they give us information of uh, different attachments of things that's going on. And she's letting us know. Uh, Chelsea is her name at the uh, DNR. Um, letting us know about the responsible buyers meeting that uh, clearly we missed out on, which is which is sad. Um, they're hosting a webinar for responsible buyers in live organisms trade, including aquarium enthusiasts. Uh, please forward the information to people. So uh, I feel bad we missed this, but uh, you're hey, I For a second, when you said the need Minnesota DNR, I thought they were going to ask about the plant. The plant? <laughs> no, no, no. We've we've we got confirmation of what that was. What is it? Uh, weeping moss. What? Yep, it's a strain of weeping moss. Uh, we had an expert watch, uh, listen in on the and watch the the plant clip on the uh, secret history living in your aquarium with Alexander Williamson, and someone went to us and identified it correctly. It is a specific type of weeping moss, and it is very hard to kill. Yep. And it is not <laughs> yeah. illegal in any shape, way, or form. So we are we now know what the plant is. So Adam is in so the clear. It's not legal, you said? It no, is. It is legal. It is legal. Oh, it is legal. It is legal. Uh, it is illegal in certain areas such as Florida, but in Minnesota we are all kosher. Oh, here. Yep. Well, I doubt that because the... Oh, sorry. The <laughs> thing doesn't even die when you freeze it. Oh, it... Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep throwing that out there, and the Minnesota DNR will be calling us again. It is a it is a certain variety of weeping moss, but it is weeping moss nonetheless. So, for those of those of you who have uh, not up to speed on this, Adam's had this weeping moss. We didn't know what it was, and he he gave me a baggie of it. And how long did I have it, Adam, in the baggie? I never took it. Over two years. I had it, I had it in the Ziploc baggie for two years. We started the podcast, and you had it in the baggie. And then two years later, you stopped it in my, my aquariums. And I just gave Adam some back. The last time I saw Adam, and, yeah. and I ran There it, it is. Here's it on Etsy. Someone has a tissue culture of weeping moss. That's the plant. Yeah. And anyway, so I, I went to Adam down in Minneapolis at Joe's Shrimp, Shrimp Shack. And anyway, I gave Adam it back, and it was still pretty goddamn green in this original Ziploc bag that's been in there. I don't know what impressed me more, that the plant was alive or that the Ziploc baggie had not actually started leaking after being, for two years, it had water and a moss in it. And it sat on top of my counter. I looked at it every day and just laughed. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one's for you, Jimmy. This is from Ed. Ed. Says first off, I have to say I love your show. I listen on YouTube. Well, all right, I have some questions. What is the best book to learn about more about angels? I really want black veils. Are they harder to keep than say a silver? And my question is, you're the angel expert. I, I tell you what, um, when we're talking about genetics and fish, uh, generally the the wild fish, angel fish, 
in the wild are all pretty much silver and you'll get some you'll get a few marbles here and there but anytime you go with a black genetic color it becomes weaker and so let's say even in goldfish and you have fantail goldfish you have the calico fantail you've got a red fantail and you got the black more if you have a tank full of these and you start having condition issues in your water, the first thing that will get sick will be the black moors. It's kind of the same with um, angelfish. If, if you have a tank full of angels and you're having trouble in the water, when angelfish start getting sick or they're not feeling well, they normally will just turn their back to, you know, normally they come to the front and you feed them. They'll hide. They'll just they'll, go in the back. They'll but they'll go out. in the back and turn your back to you, just like they're ignoring you. Like they're snuffing you. Yep, and so if you just take and do a couple of water changes, that usually snaps them out of it. But black angelfish are harder to take care of. And then on top of that, black angelfish veils with a long fin are most acceptable to all kinds of fungus issues and, and fin issues and stuff. The worst one, what would you say, Jimmy? The uh, veil with uh, albino colors, like albino platinum veils? Yeah, super veils, they super call them. Super veils. Where they, they're swimming around dragging their tails in, the, in the, the bottom of the tank. So, yeah, I mean, some of the best knowledge I've ever got about angelfish was from Steve Rabicki from Angels Plus, and he's got a, a wide variety of things you can read about on uh, angelsplus.com. He's been doing this. on our podcast. We, yeah, he's one of our, he was one of the first famous people that we had on our podcast, and, and he was just a world of information. So most of the books that are out there are kind of older books and, and outdated. Um, Rob's pulling some up right now, you know, Freshwater Angelfish. What else you got over there? Well, this is the, the one that I always go to from, like, age-old information is, the, of course, the Axelrod book. Yeah. The Freshwater Angelfish by Axelrod. You can find these things for, you know, 10 bucks online. They're and so worth buying, by the way. It and, is, and they're hardcover. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All these old books are worth buying because there's little bits of information in the old books yeah. that you don't get even on the internet that old people that the old people that started this new and then they put it in the book and then they realize they can make money at it so then they take it out of the book when we state that there's stuff lost the hobby we're not exaggerating if you can find an old axelrod book of any kind from like the 50s the, we're not talking the revised editions later like actually date stamped from in like the 50s 60s get those have books. two of them get those books that's the copy you want not the cool uh, updated version yeah absolutely that old stuff um, and then if you go on, if you're going to get information off the internet, then try to find a, a reputable angelfish breeder who knows what he's talking about, such as Steve Rabicki. And he's got all kinds of questions and answers that people have asked him over the years. And he's got a, a big blog. You can read about it. And it's really great. Um, side note, I just bought a whole bunch of hard cover books and I got Adam, some of them I kept some yep. for myself. Adam, what was the name of the, of the books that I got that were um, about the Corridors that I got. That oh, oh, um, I have a, I have a couple, just one sec. I have them in my bookshelf. I just have to get out of the room. They're a world-renowned Corridors breeder from England. From England. And, and the gentleman breeds all his Corridors in his tin shed behind his house. And anyway, I have two autographed copies. That two? I, they're, they're not cheap books. And I've got two autographed copies, um, not the same book. You know, he's got like volume one, volume two. Sure. And I'm going to part with them. And so I will put them on, on Facebook. See if anybody's interested in them, they can contact me. We'll do it our Facebook group, the Aquarium Guys Podcast Facebook group. Yep. And anyway, I'm not a huge Corridor guy, but I, I saw them. I, I purchased them. from, from my, uh, We had some friends that, that sold their store and retired. 
and I bought all their hardcover books that they had. Um, that I've been, uh, they had some great plant books, and, and they got all kinds of other stuff. And I sure. bought probably about forty books. I sent Adam maybe a dozen of them, and uh, I kept. I, a few. He gave me a couple of books that I that I've been looking for, and I couldn't even find on eBay because they go they go like for thirty thirty to fifty dollars, and they're just this little pamphlet book. Well, but yeah, they're but, really good. But, but Jimmy excels in ancient hieroglyphics. I mean, it, it's it was his for, era. That's when he was in high school. That's what I wrote him. Yeah, I can hieroglyphics yeah. is nothing. You know, walk like an Egyptian. It's you kids doing the LOL and stuff. And I, that's yeah. You thought it was it. lots of love and lots threw of love. it down in the last funeral. Yeah, Real exactly. Awkward. Uh, next question uh, from Sophia. Say, hey there. My name's Sophia. I'm 22 year old aquarium hobbyist from Northeast Ohio. I started listening to the podcast and I love it. I <laughs> Is do, that how she sounds? Well, that's how I sound. Okay. I do have a question though. I have a female guppy. I had it for, going on for three years. All right, so it's an old. You know, prima donna. Uh, oh, it's dead by now. It's a cougar. It's a cougar. It's a cougar. I, I, it's definitely dead now because this this email was what time? April. We made it to April, guys. Oh, it might be alive. <laughs> April. Uh, anyways, um, whereas female guppy, we've had it going for three years now. After listening to your first and second episodes, it seems like she's a lot bigger and more colorful than anything else I can find on the market. I've looked both online and in stores, and all females I find or have birth in my tank are very grayish white and is there a way besides diet to encourage females to produce color like hers attach a video to show you alongside my other females that, that's not a female well I have uh, I have put the video in discord in the live chat that's, for everybody that's to not see. a female let's see it here we go where is she chicka chicka boing boing yeah that's a male the yellow one that's a yeah, male that's a male uh, if you can tell by its giant godaponium like it, it's just long schlong sticking out the bottom. Well, well, hang on though. Here is the thing: guppies and all live bears. If you keep them by themselves, they 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 have the potential to change sexes. Yes, they do. Yeah. And here's and I actually had a female swordtail. She dropped fry because I kept her by herself for so long, and then turned into a male and then bred with her own fry. Yeah, but that the the video is definitely a male that yeah. you got there, so that's why it's pretty. Yeah. In order to get some high end colored females, you almost need to go into these really high end guppies, and they're still yeah, they're, never as nice as the males. There's a bunch of places. I mean, uh, Phil from Tame Waters we talked about already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twin Cities Guppies is world renowned. Yep. I mean, his is like seventy five bucks a trio. Right. And you're getting mad color on females. There's places if you need to find places, we can. Mm-hmm point you in the direction just make sure to have a thick and fat wallet yeah there's a place uh, out of houston texas that has some great stuff and they run about 35 dollars a pair 45 dollars a trio which is kind of the going rate but they've got some crazy stuff and uh you know if you're looking for crazy stuff and, and you want to work with that then uh check it out well thank you sophia um hang on one sec i gotta get a book for tickets you get the book. We'll read another email. Yeah, get the book. Okay. I can't remember what it is. We have a lot of emails to go through. We're only at May. Um, <laughs> Charles, what's in her belly? Maybe cut up my family's side. Crispin soak seed. What is this? What is, is this a snake? Okay, there's a picture of a snake that emailed us and a picture of, a, of an overweight female. I feel like someone just sent us a spam. Yeah, I think we'll just edit this part out. Uh... All right. Bye. We we did not remove the creepy emails apparently. <laughs> um, 
Here we go. Michael, hello, just reading the podcast and asked if there'll be any future episodes. I know it's been quite a while since there have been new episodes. This is in June, by the way. I have listened to them all and enjoyed the episodes as well. Thanks, Mike. Mike, uh, you and um, thousands of others of you have been harping us for a while. We're back. We're not going anywhere. We're going to do these more consistently. Not every week like we used to. But we're definitely going to put out on a regular pace. Uh, when we were in the hiatus, I got maybe four people messaging me a week uh, on the regular. There were burst days where I got like 11 people messaging me in the same day. Uh, we really have to connect you, Jimmy, to the social medias more often. So you can get harped at 3 a.m. saying, you know, why you're a piece of shit and haven't done a podcast in a while. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No. Let, let me give you Rob's personal phone number, and go. then he can forward it to me when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, let me... Because I don't care. Let me just get that out I'm not getting you. paid for this. This is all out of the joy of my loving heart. The joy. Oh, oh the, behold the joy. You know, we, Adam and I were talking about this off the air, about how, how much we miss this, you know, and, and it's kind of like the heart grows fonder. It does. You I, know. I've been enjoying it, and, and clearly and there's been... A lot. We have maintained when we in this hiatus, we didn't lose listeners. We got we had this a very uh, normal listen pattern through the entire hiatus. So it wasn't like we put out episodes and people stopped listening. Nope, we didn't lose a bump in traffic. Wow. Yeah. These people need to get a life. They clearly we definitely have something that no one's. If you want to get a hold of me on this, I can give you some other great podcasts that you can. You know, like like uh, Bert Kirshner and stuff. He's it's he's comedy a wealthy, podcast. He's a wealthy information. I heard Joe Rogan's doing pretty good. Yeah, you know? I, Joe Rogan. I, yeah. I I've heard he's doing okay. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know <laughs> if he's making any money at it. I mean, he's not making freaking American podcast, uh, African what is that? Aquarium podcast. What's our thing? Aquarium guys podcast. It's been so long, I can't even <laughs> remember. So, All right. so I have the idea for a, a new name, Jimmy. What is it? No, what's my name? Two and, two. two and a half white guys. Two and a half white guys. Two and a half white guys. It really should be three and a half white guys because Rob counts for one and a half. I lost weight. All right, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah, I will say so, I've lost considerable weight. So I, I, I look like I ate me. Now I look like I just you know wore me around me. <laughs> That's right. When 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 uh, Robbie's lost so much weight when he stands outside and the wind's blowing, it just sounds like a bunch of sheets flapping in the wind. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, you're reading the next one. Hello. First, I absolutely love the show. I think Jim's the best guy ever. I'm in Indiana listening to Spotify. I have a question. I have a five-gallon tank, and I was told to change out all the water every week. Is that true? Or do I change out like 20%? I'm just reading this, man. Get off my ass. Okay. So this guy was told to change the water every week. Well, maybe when you were starting out, maybe. Did he pour all the lemonade like Adam did in his tank? He could have. I don't know. Is this tr- is this true, or do I change out like twenty percent or something? I'm not, or something. He goes, I'm not new to the hobby, but I stepped away from it the past twenty years and decided to get back into it for something to do with my six year old and my thirteen year old kids. I have always had large tanks in the past, and these small ones <laughs> confuse me. Well, Gene, uh, yeah, don't do hundred percent water t- changes once a week. Uh, do if you can do once a week, that's fine. Uh, otherwise, once every two weeks, depending on how many fish you have. Five gallon tanks are kind of finicky. So let's just say 30% or a third every week or every two weeks. Yeah. A five-gallon uh, tank, take an ice cream bucket full of water out. On your discretion. Bucket. Yeah. Unless you got like 500 neons in there, then you might want to go back to 100% water change. But, right. But yeah, I, I think, you know, a lot of people get that information, you know, to do all these huge water changes when they first start out. So and, and sometimes it gets misconstrued. So this guy gave us permission to uh, say his full name because he even reiterated it in the email. So, uh, Adam, that one's yours. 
Oh, you messaged it to me? Yeah, I did. I did. All right. Hey, guys. My name is David Ballow. I hope I'm saying that right. Long-time listener. Finally gotten to the end of the episodes and was wondering if the reason why things have been slowing down is the lack of an available and competent editor. I studied print journalism as well as hosted two of my own radio shows. I'd love to help you. Please feel free to reach out to me. Don't at, don't read that number. Uh, David. Or at this email. David, I appreciate you reaching out uh, for editor. We have an uh, editor on the, on staff, but you know he may get sick. Maybe he gets sick of us, more importantly. <laughs> That's what happens. And, Pe- uh, people get pissed off. David, uh, one, I'm kind of sad that you didn't post the radio shows because we could have given you a nice fat shout-out here. But uh, love the support. And yes, a good portion of why we're gone was editor. It was we had a lot happening in our lives. I had a kiddo. Jimmy had a wonderful wife uh now become an rn and you know adam just he he knows a guy he got (laughs) he was taken away in a van and then we see him now so he's okay most of his fingers are there well i mean adam got a second job and he was a drug smuggling mule clearly and he was going back and forth over to egypt and dropping off drugs actually i'm not allowed in egypt really (laughs) who would have thought maybe it's all our schmelta comments no, uh, I have dual citizenship, so I haven't done my military duty. Oh, that you, you really have dual citizenship? Yes, you did not. I have. thought you just had the good looks. No, I have dual citizenship. So do my kids. That's fantastic. Yeah, you should have done your military duty, bro. So for, the, for those of you who are they, listening, when we give Adam shit, he deserves it. Um, they actually wouldn't even let me in the U.S. military because of it at the time. And so that's how you end up buying a pet store. That's a nice, Pretty nice much. story. <laughs> so, so like, even at, so, like before I graduated high school, the guy wanted to know where I was from, and I kind of went around it. And then he goes, the recruiter basically told me that if I could speak Arabic, he'd give me a hundred thousand dollars tax free. And I'm like, well, shit, for that much, I'll learn it. And then it turned into he like three days later he goes, yeah, you can't really join. Um, you'd Oops. never go above a certain rank. And then I asked my uncle to see if I could go to like the Air National Guard because he was in there. And he asked around and he said the same thing. No, you won't go very far because they can't trust you. Even after 9-11, I never got a single phone call back. So Interesting. So for people who don't know, Adam, um, I know your background. I, I know your story. I've been friends with you for 100 years. But uh, tell the folks, so your dad is, what, 100% Egyptian? 100% Egyptian from Egypt. Yes. And your mom is from? From Minnesota. Right. Not Egyptian. Not Egyptian. So you're half pretty boy. Yep. And half pasty, pasty boy. Yep. Which I, makes I'm him... that nice, perfect mix. Yeah, he's that, he's that vanilla blend, you know? Oh, he's, he's, he's smoking he's hot. He's that olive-ish. The chicks love this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he tans without tanning. So, like, if I was younger and hanging out with Adam and I was single, I would throw Adam... You'd lick his eyebrow. I, he does, you don't need to, because his eyebrows are so <laughs> thick, dude. <laughs> Those, I would throw Adam like in a bar with a rope on his on his ankle, and I would pulley, I would slowly pull him out and just peel the chicks off him because he's that cute. Um, I think we're on a list now. I don't care. Uh, Harley, hey guys, 
I hope all is well. I was just curious if you were going to continue the podcast. <laughs> God damn it. People suck out. I stumbled upon it and devoured every episode in a week. I really enjoy the casual banter. The casual banter. That's all it is, is banter. It was sad to see you haven't updated in a while. I'm working on my own fish room currently. I keep New World Cichlids. Nice. Misky. I don't know. I think it's a typo. However, I am... Yeah, definitely typos. I am changing my preferences towards community uh, fish and shrimp. I've hit a serious case of burnout in the hobby. And you guys helped me kick it back into gear. Thank you for the laughs, tips, and tricks. Hope to hear from you soon. And he included a uh, plethora of pictures that I posted down to the Discord. He's got uh, wow, nice. a hell of a basement uh, filled with tanks. And he, of course, keeps uh, flower horns with nice cock. Very, so, <laughs> very nice. And that's what matters. You know, that happens. That That's happened to you. It's happened to me. I know it's happened to, to Adam where we've all burnt out on too much too much fish. Clearly. And Well, uh, no, I got burnt out when my... Sorry. <laughs> L46 Zebra Plink goes overheated because of a... Sh- it does. It, it's whoa, whoa. Heater. Story. That's all. Uh, the heater shit out and your L46 plate goes died. Yeah, I lost a pair, a breeding pair of L46 and dinner plate sized discus. Yep, had a crack in it and electrocuted every single one of them. Yep, that was on the titanium heater uh, episode. Yep. Oh yeah, you know that has happened to me too. I- I'm at the top of my game when when my fish are breeding and I'm getting baby guppies every day and I'm getting I'm getting uh, mollies and platies and I'm getting bristlenose plecos you know all the time, and you go oh, this is great. And then all of a sudden, something goes through your fish room and kills everything, and you, and you go, oh, I'm done. It's happened to all you of us. You know what? It's happened to all of us. Yeah. Well, and I never have favorites of anything, and I never say that every day is a great day anymore because of that. <laughs> you guys are such doom yeah. and gloom. I used, to no. be a, I used to be a people person, I and used then to, people ruined it. I used to love love life and people, and then fish came in my life. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. What happens, Jim? What happens if you have a favorite fish? It dies. Every time. The next day. Yeah. Well, I don't even have favorite children because of this. I wouldn't I, I once upon a time thought we were promoting fish in the hobby. Yeah. Right? Uh, we no. do. Y'all can shut up now. Yeah. You're bringing me down. I'm going to take it up with Dakota's email. Yeah, go ahead. Dakota. Yeah, uh, I hope it's one more person telling you you suck. We're getting to September, so we're almost getting done oh here. Oh, my God. Well, this guy's probably still alive and probably still listening. Uh, Dakota uh, writes, hi there. Getting ready to start up a 125 tank with Sump. Uh, went... Want to do a planted tank with discus. Would love to hear an episode about discus. Can't wait. Love the podcast. I've been trying so hard to find a discus person to talk to. I've reached out to so many. We were close with Ken's discus, but he's like, bro, you have no idea how busy I am. I'm never coming on that podcast. It's nothing personal. uh, Gabriel that that owns um, Jack Watley's fishery. Uh, I, what was it, a year ago, tried to reach out. I think now he has more staff. After the COVID boom, so I might be able to get a little further. But hey, if you know a guy, Adam, this is the time. This is the time to pull out of your butt. Pull that card out of your ass and let's get a discus guy on here. Yeah, discus, discus, serious discus guys are hard to find, and and even harder, even harder to part. But they're good discus. It's it's hard because we have the number one world renowned discus guy that passed away recently, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, will we get an expert on here that's good? But will it be better than Jack? Unfortunately, no. And then everybody that is, is selling is king discus, everybody that's selling discus, they're selling whatever they can produce, but they're also selling imports from good discus people overseas, which we can't get any information from either because they can't keep up with production. I mean, for demand. Do you know how many experts I've had of the podcast that I've reached out to, and they 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 literally said, "I would love to do your podcast." However, I just not good at English. I I would be embarrassed to come on. 
And I'm like, we don't care. Butcher it. We'll translate. We'll go through the cracks. Nobody cares that you pron- mispronounce sorry. We, yeah. <laughs> we do it for Adam. We do it for Adam. We do it for Adam. <laughs> we do it for Adam. We do it. We struggle with Adam every time. Every time. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I speak better white people English than you do. <laughs> this is white people English. This is true. Oh, my God. All right, you get this next one. Kaylee. Kaylee. Kaylee uh, says... We have a lot of girls on this. I'm actually impressed. I didn't think there was that many women in the That's because you're so hot, Adam. Didn't we get like a review talking that we're misogynistic? Which, of course, we are. We're two two and a half white guys. Three and a half. Yeah. Well, no, two two and a three quarter. Okay, I'll give you a little credit. Two and a half. So, yeah, chicks chicks love us. Um, And can I call you chicks? Is that bad? That's misogyny, Jimmy. We we talked about this in sensitivity. Dames. Dames love us. Dames. Dames. Chicks. No, no, what was the pirate one? All the wenches. All the wenches love us. The wenches love us. You know, and, and okay, let's tell the truth now. This is why we don't go to Aquashella, because we'll just get the crap beat out of us from all these women will just show up and just knock us around, which would be kind of fun. Or we just get turned <laughs> on by Rachel's Mohawk. I uh, mean... Rachel's Mohawk? Yeah. We'll oh. talk about that later. Kaylee. Okay. Kaylee. Kaylee uh, says, I love your podcast, especially Jim, and you guys are so funny. Always have me cracking up the whole time. I can't get enough of it. I think I've listened to almost all your podcasts, and I see you haven't posted in a long time because you guys suck. Just here to say, I hope you guys don't quit. Love you. Oh, it hurts. But we're wow. back. We're back, damn it. Oh, Kaylee, right. thank you so much for sending that to us. Don't I will, stop. I will send you pictures of junk. Believing. I wonder if she caught that. Hold I'm going to send you pictures of junk. So that you're drunk. Junk. Not my junk, just a junk. All right, we need to rush through. We're, we're, this is a long podcast. We still, we're still in September. All right, uh, Angela. Hey, guys. Another female. See? Mis- we, we are not that misogynistic. Uh, my name is... Uh, okay, do I... My name is Angela. Is she giving us permission? I don't know. Let's not say. We're, we're doing it. Name. We're doing it. Uh, my name is Angela Leppert. I learned about your podcast recently from Dee's Fish in Detroit Lakes and learned about uh, them uh, Learned about them from Phil at Tamed Waters. Oh, so she's a local. I live in South yeah. uh, Cities and have so many nice fish stores that, uh, that are quite to drive. I work in PetSmart in Fairbolt, Minnesota. We don't carry a whole lot. And what we do carry, I tend not to waste my money on, if you know what I mean. Anyways, I got a pair of Apistos from phil a couple months ago uh and in about a month i had some fry swimming around following mom honestly don't know a whole lot about them other than that they've been doing good for me i love to hear a deep dive podcast about apistos uh from you thanks aquarium gal angie wow that was nice that was so phil he's he has a, a back room wink wink (laughs) really that's where he's got the if you ask like Hey, Phil, you got the stuff? Where's the good stuff? Bro, bro, where's the stuff? But you have to have, like, a fat pocket. You got to be like, bro, and then you got to grab your pocket because then he knows it's filled with money. Like, Phil, show me the good stuff. Yeah. And then he'll show you his, you know, crazy $300 repair uh, pistos that he has hiding in the back. So I think Phil should be the guy we talk to about pistos. That sounds like... Yeah, he's he's got great stock he's had them for many years he breeds them and and phil likes us a little bit i, I yeah I, I hope so if not he can just use the favor from derek you know? that's right he likes derek more than me hopefully well we, everybody likes derek more than you <sighs> <laughs> so wait a minute i what i've known phil for quite a while and well i don't buy i've been buying fish so that makes well, there that makes i sense. i spend money and i'm a patron of tamed waters so you heard well, it i first. go there all the time and i highly recommend it Perfect. And when I get going to do it, 
So of all, now I know the back room deal. Okay. Yeah. Heather in uh, Michigan is next, and I'm gonna. Oh, have... we got a lot of women on this one this the time. Chicks the chicks dig us. The chicks dig it. Chicks Let's love see. us. Paste. There you go. Heather in Michigan, go. Where? <laughs> <laughs> well, most chicks will tell you where to go, Adam. But I, you know, I like to change locations yeah. when Adam's on the show. You never messaged me. It's there, dude. We're looking at it. Come, this our poor editor is gonna have to. Oh, live chat. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I thought you. I thought you messaged me. Did, did, did Adam just show? Oh, up? I did. It was my fault. See? Don't let him know. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Okay. Anyways, hop I in just there. discovered the podcast and I love it. I wondered what your stance on the aquarium salt versus no aquarium salt debate. There's a my debate. Guy, They're salted up. That's that's. There's no debate. No, there is a debate. My fish guy always tells me to salt up my tanks when my fish seem stressed, have tear, tears in the fins, etc. So I was basically doing salt each water change. Then I discovered snails. Have you guys done a podcast on aquarium snails? Sure did. I have a large mystery snail named Silverstein. (laughs) (laughs) It was doing so good and then it wasn't. Its shell got thin and chipped. I started to use Bacter AE and Shrimp Fit as well as put cuttlefish bone in the tank. I wonder if the salt was softening the water and hurting the snail. How do we know what additives for tanks will hurt one species versus another? That's true. Uh, That's a great question. Goldfish, have we done a podcast on them? There is so much information out there on keeping them, so much misinformation, it's hard to wade through it all. That's fair. We could do a goldfish podcast. I feel like that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start out really quick. We've been talking about, uh, we're talking to Ozark uh, Fisheries. They're like the best goldfish uh, people in North America that are breeding, in my opinion. And they were willing, but when we were in the busy season when we asked them. Right. So we could ask them again now that's winter, and I bet they'll come on. Yeah, goldfish um, love salt, and salt is just a cheap alternative to help the um, water the the fish slime create on the fish. So it works great for for tears and fins and whatnot. But what do you think, Adam? What's it do to to uh, poor snails? Kill them. Yeah, I agree. It, it okay. just it kills them. Have Have you guys ever seen what salt does? Hold to on. Slugs? Hold on. All right, salt in medicinal doses where you're actually treating something does, but salt in low level can be beneficial, and there's been plenty of things to argue about it. For fish. Uh, no, for, for, fish. for snails as well. <laughs> yep. Okay, Robbie, I, but here's what I'm betting. I'm betting that if she's adding salt, A, how much salt, she does not say how much salt she That's fair. That is fair. Yep. And, and then B, if she's not um, salt she, I bet if she tested her water with a hydrometer, it would be probably Brackish. on the higher end. Yep. Uh, the problem is, is people don't understand how, uh, that's the word, oxidizes. So when you put uh, buffering agents to change your pH, it oxidizes out of the tank. This salt does not leave the water. It stays there permanently. So when you add wa- a salt to your tank and it tells you to do it on a regular basis, it's assuming you're doing a good hefty water change to remove the salt from the tank and it needs to be put back in. Right. If you're not doing good amounts of water changes, and just that salt's staying there forever. Yeah, if you're just topping yep. off tanks, that salt sits there. Right. And here's the other and thing. And then you're adding more to it too. Right. Yep, it just gets worse. And, and, and here's the other thing we don't know. What kind of salt? There's, I mean... I, I know folks that throw in saltwater salt. You know, I know I've known people that have thrown in iodized salt. Um, yeah. You know, Epsom salt. Epsom, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different salts, a lot of different things. I mean, the the cheapest way for the salt is if you get yourself a forty pay forty pound bag of 
solar salt that is in that crushed gravel. It has to be crushed. It cannot right. be pellet or those glue in it. Yep. The pelletized. And don't use pellet in your normal softener anyway. They no. tell you not to do that anyway. Yeah. Because the, the pelletized are held together by water-soluble glue. It all does is gum up your machines. And, and kill your fish. Kill your fish. So Don't yeah. do it. So, I mean, depending on what type of salt you're using and stuff, but... But then kudos that you are you put a cuttlefish bone in the tank to try to help out your snail, and they do like that. Now, in the live podcast right now that we're doing on Discord, we do these live here, uh, one of the listeners just mess, uh, messaged us saying, small amounts of salt in a, with a bristle nose question mark, uh, not needed at the moment, but just wondering for future reference. And I say yes. I put salt in with my bristle nose, even when they're breeding. Uh, I never do. I, there you go. You got both opinions. Do or don't. You're, you're, you're damned. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I almost. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jimmy. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna. It's Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Sorry, Turd Ferguson. Turd no, Ferguson. what the? Um, do a little experiment. Go out and buy yourself another tank. Get two tanks full of bristle nose and put a little salt in one, no salt in the other. Yeah. It's kind of like what Jimmy does. Uh, he puts hard rock on one and classical on the other. <laughs> There's only two kinds of rock. And hard guess which and one jumps out of the tank? Yes, yeah. that's correct. Now, see, you guys all swear by it. I almost never used salt because in any of my tanks, unless it was like a brackish or any of that stuff, and even then I would only use, for the brackish tanks, I would use saltwater salt. Huh. Yeah, I, I like... Who knew? I like I use a lot of salt on goldfish, but that's pretty much where I draw the line. I just brought in some high-quality premium, large, extra-large balloon mollies. And then I salted the tank like I was told by my distributor. And they did great for about two, three weeks. I did a water change to try to bring down the salt because I had to send them over to a facility where they, for a store and um, started slowing, lowering the amount of salt I put in the tank. And as soon as I did that, they all crashed. I lost one fish every day for three weeks until they're all gone. So there went 50 bucks. Poof. Did you, um, did you throw the algae wafers in there too, Jim? I tried algae wafers, these great little pellets that Robbie's got. I threw zucchini in there because sometimes Molly's will eat zucchini. And, yep. and I, I was trying to throw everything at him. And um, right now I'm up to about four gallons a day now of um, live brine shrimp. And I'm just getting great results from live brine shrimp. So I was feeding them very, very well. And as soon as I would do a water change or anything, try to reduce the amount of salt. So obviously these fish were held in large amounts of salt water from where they came from overseas and uh, I just couldn't get them down you know I was trying to you know every time I did a water change about every three days I would reduce the amount of salt and they would start crashing and I put more salt in and I just messed it up big time I almost never sold mollies like mollies are the perfect brackish water tank and even saltwater fish in my opinion they're not freshwater fish yeah we could have that debate some night uh, on another podcast but I totally agree with Adam I mean, there's, it's, I mean, depending on where they're coming from, like we are talking earlier about this other, um, it all depends on who's raising them and what type of water they're kept in. And uh, because, you know, they come to these wholesale places and they're holding them for three or four days and they're out the door. And then, they, you know, they come to your place, completely different set of water parameters again. And then, but, you know, they told me, they said, you know, keep them in large amounts of salt and then slowly reduce them. But I had to put them in a show tank over at a clinic and... Uh, Never ever got them over there. They all went. Well, that uh, catches us up with some questions, at least. All right, so we will see you next year about this time. Next year about this time, we are going to be checking the emails more often. In fact, I'm putting a forwarder, so it all goes to Jimmy's email box from now on. Oh, I love that. So yeah, send me pictures of your junk, 
and I would love to look at it swimming around in the tank. <laughs> Don't send me pictures of your junk. Adam, Adam what, you got anything else? What you got, Adam? No, I'm good. Uh, Have you seen anything cool yeah. in the news about fish? Or Adam, Adam and Robbie and I are in a a uh, what do you call that a little text thing club together. And Adam sends us the most bizarre shit from Reddit daily. Three, four times a day we get something from Adam. It's just bizarre stuff of people being chased by shark when they're on a surfboard or, you know, all kinds of weird stuff. Got any, got any new stuff like that that I haven't heard about well, yet? Well, I, I saw a lady. I sent you guys one about this lady. She was sticking her tongue out of the iguana. Oh, iguana missed... bit her tongue. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're going to love that. I'm going to see that and I'm like, why are you tempting fate? And then it's like, no, yep, yep, you're dumb. Yeah. Um, I, I, did you guys? Oh, Robbie, show Jimmy that one of that that I put on the Facebook page of that guy getting hit in the chest by that. I think that was an arapaima, wasn't it? Yep, yep. That you're you're correct. Yeah, there's all kinds of cool. He stuff He had uh, heart palpitations <clears throat> afterwards. Oh, got, got hit by that that I, hard. Yep. Yeah, I mean the thing is about probably bigger than him to be honest. So. During during the time that we we've, we've been off off the air, um, I still watching. I watch a lot of YouTube fish stuff, and I wish I would have wrote it down before I came over tonight. But I've been watching this this p- these people from another country speaking another language, and all they're doing is they're, is they've made these large bamboo like I want I want to say a spoon, but like a great big net, but it's made out of bamboo, and it's just kind of a big fish net. And they're walking up and down the, these rivers in in a jungle, and you can't understand what they're saying. And they kind of got this really soothing music and stuff. And then they just walk up with these. They they are two and a half foot in diameter. It looks like a you know, just a big bamboo net. And they just slowly go into the reeds and they lift up and they'll come up with bettas, angelfish, um, all kinds of cichlids and stuff. And they, they just go out there and they collect these fish and take them back to their village and then sell them. And it, it, I tell you what, it's, it's almost like watching Bob Ross, the painter, you know, Happy Little Clouds on PBS station. It's just so relaxing to watch this stuff. But the stuff that these guys pull out of the river is just amazing. All these high-end fish that have escaped from local fish farms during the monsoon season. And it's just really cool to watch. And so next time we talk here, I'll try to I'll look it up when at home. I have it saved in my favorites. I'll tell you about it. But it's just really cool. It's just kind of relaxing. So like if you're you're home having a glass of wine or doing some mushrooms or some cocaine or whatever, and you want to watch something cool, I'm I'm gonna have you check that out. Well, that's all I got. Uh, if you got more questions, email us at Aquarium Guys. Uh, well, podcast. I actually get to them on a, at a at a good pace this time. Right. Yeah, definitely a better pace. Now the next question is going to be, why does Jimmy talk about cocaine so much? Podcast at gmail.com. You can continue messaging in there. The best ones are from the Facebook group or our Discord. Certainly find that. Discord's at the bottom of our website, AquariumGuysPodcast.com. And uh, we will get it, if not late. And then check it out. I'm going to list these books. Uh, Adam, did you ever find out what those books were? Be on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, Ian Fuller. Ian Fuller. And I yeah, have these. I have a pair of these. Um, I have both of the books that Jimmy has, and they are amazing books. They're worth getting. They are old school hardcover books, and they are autographed by the gentleman. 
And if I believe right, I'll get some pictures of it. I'll, I'll post it on Facebook and stuff. And if anybody's interested in it, uh, you can contact me. I'd be happy to sell them to you. And um, Adam, you found them for quite a bit of money on online. You paid $85 a piece for unsigned editions. And that's what you paid? And that's what I paid. So if I'd have known that, I, if I'd have known Jimmy was going to get them, I'd have just waited for Jimmy to get them to me. Yeah. So what I'll do is, is I'll figure out a price. It'll be fair. It won't be $85. It'll be less than that. But... Um, I want to say it won't be $85 per book. No, I, I think I'll probably sell them for like $150 for the pair, but I want them to go together because they've yeah, been, they have to go together. they've been together this whole time. Um, my, my, I, I know the guy personally for the last 40 years that had it signed. Uh, Ian was at a show somewhere and Jeff stood in line for many, many hours to uh, get him to sign it. And so I know it's legit signature and everything. So, I mean, the provenance is there. Um, and I'll take some pictures. We'll put it on Facebook, and then you guys can, can check it out. But I'm thinking probably like 150 for the pair or something like that. But I want to be fair, but I want somebody to have it that will appreciate it because I'm not a, I'm not a uh, Corydora guy. Fair enough. Well, uh, again, if you want a sports podcast, let us know. But share with a, share with a friend this week. You know, get it out there. Be like, hey, bro, I saw you have an aquarium. I uh, just want to make sure you're not Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, here's a sweet podcast for you. Right. Share it like gonorrhea. <laughs> Let it itch. <laughs> and on that note, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys, for listening to the podcast. Please go to your favorite place where podcasts are found, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever they can be found. Like, subscribe, and make sure you get push notifications directly to your phone so you don't miss great content like this. Kaylee uh, says, We have a lot of girls on this. I'm actually impressed. I didn't think there was that many women in the That's because you're so hot, Adam. Didn't we get like a review talking that we're misogynistic, which, of course, we are. We're, yeah. two, we're two and a half white guys on a Three and a half, guys, yeah. Well, no, two, two and a three quarter. Okay, I'll give two you a little credit. So, yeah, chicks chicks love us. Um, and can I call you chicks? Is that bad? Yeah, that's misogyny, or should, Jimmy. We we talked about this insensitivity. Dames. Dames love us. Dames. Dames. Well, no, no, what was the pirate one? The, all the wenches. Well, all the wenches love the us. The wenches love us. You know, the, and, and he, okay, let's tell the truth now. This is why we don't go to Aquashella, because we'll just get... The crap beat out of us from all these women will just show up and just knock us around, which would be kind of fun. Or we just get turned <laughs> on by Rachel's mohawk. I mean, uh, Rachel's mohawk. Yeah.